0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Lewis Drug, Great Life Health and Fitness, and Fireplace Pros. And welcome back. Mike H. in for Marco. Delighted to have you joining us today. A reminder that if we are ever, like, uh, uh, bumped from the schedule, because our local affiliates do such a great job of covering local games and uh, and more and super-serving their communities or maybe there's a twins game, that sort of thing. You can always go to callingallsportssd.com and download the show. We upload it there so you can download it at, whoops, at any time. Microphone went out there for a minute. Uh, I gotta remember how to run these buttons. Uh, anyway, you can listen to it anytime, callingallsportssd.com. I told this story at the start of the show, and we'll briefly repeat it. They were one of the first folks uh, that uh, said, yeah, we want in on that when we're Mark and I were first pitching this show, and we are delighted that they're still here with us all these years later. KCCR and Pierre has been a great friend for years, and John Winkler is the sports director there. John, how are you?
1: I'm doing pretty good, Mike. How's things going with you?
0: You know, really well. I, I, before we get into what your schedule is, it's been a while since you and I have chatted, and it's been a while since you've been on the show, so remind folks, where are you from, and what got you to Pierre?
1: Uh, so I'm originally from Cape Jordan, Missouri, which is about an hour hour and a half south of St. Louis, and just by the the, the sheer luck of sending resumes off to across the country. Pierre was the one. Tara Stein was the one that uh, decided to give me an email back and give me an interview, and it's been a great fit ever since almost five years now since I've been here.
0: Yeah, it's it's amazing how quickly that goes. By the way, Cape Girardeau, uh, I'm very familiar with that area, although I hadn't been there until a few years ago. It is not very far south of you in Arkansas that they actually raise rice. I had no idea that was the case, John. Well,
1: uh, I mean, I can't speak too much about that, uh, but we, my family, we're not big on uh, raising rice. Uh, <laughs> we, we, didn't do, we didn't do any of that. <laughs>
0: right, <laughs> right. But yeah, it's, uh, but Cape Girardeau, that's a gorgeous part of the world.
1: Yeah, it's been, I mean, they always talk about being the biggest town from Memphis to St. Louis, and it's not far from either one, so you can, uh, there's a lot of stuff to do, and. We actually kind of are the, the small town where St. Louis and the Memphis crowds like to come down to Cape and or come over to Cape and do all their shopping and find all the the, the small stores to do all their shopping because it's such a such a nice neat small town of you know forty thousand people.
0: Right, right. John Winkler. <laughs> John, I, it, it's comparison. I know that's not a small town in South Dakota, but uh, in Missouri, it certainly is. John Winkler joins us here. Yeah, I. I got to tell you, John, we uh, I guess it's about five years ago, um we were on vacation, and we went to Memphis and spent four days, and then we went to St. Louis and spent four days. Those are two very, uh, uh, both of them great cities, but also very different from each other. I liked them both. I adored Memphis. But those cities are, are different, and I've got a friend actually now that lives in Cape Girardeau, He's become a huge Cardinals fan.
1: Well, this year, maybe not so much uh, to be good to be a Cardinals fan. Other <laughs> years, yes. This year has been a little bit of a struggle so far. And yeah. it doesn't. Hopefully, maybe they can figure it out,
0: but uh, no, not so much. Yeah. it's a, it, With that lineup, you would think they would be having better results. John Wickler joins us from KCCR. All right, John. So, listen, I was talking about our local uh, stations and super-serving their communities. You are keeping very busy even though the quote unquote high school sports scene is done,
1: yeah, get a chance to cover Legion baseball, and uh, you know it starts a couple of days. Now the, the high school baseball team went to the state championship, won the state championship. They started four days after the high school championship was done, and so the the off season was uh, very short of a <laughs> nice four days for me. So, which is, isn't a bad thing, keeps so me out of trouble. Uh, but been been covering Legion baseball. Uh, through the month of June and and well, all the way through July.
0: Now, here's the thing, John, because you have been very blessed. From the time you have gotten to Pierre, there has been nothing but success for team after team after team out there. You know you're spoiled, right?
1: I, absolutely. I, it is, it, it's, to go back and look at all the teams from the first four football games that I did for them to win a state championship, which was their second straight, to seeing a baseball team win its state championship, football continuing what they do, basketball being in the state tournament last year, the Legion baseball team being successful and being in the top four or five the last three, three or four years now, it's been, uh, it, it's. I take zero credit for it, but I enjoy every single second. And uh, if anybody would like to give me credit, I—I I don't think I can. But it is fun to say. Maybe I'm a little bit of good luck charm every once in a while.
0: Well, it can't hurt, right? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> John Wickler joins us. Hey, listen, I'm going to get to ba- get back to baseball. But uh, one of our one of our other great affiliates down in Yankton brought up the town of Milesville. Have you been to Milesville in the five years that you've been out there?
1: I have not been to Milesville, no.
0: Okay. All right. There, I I I have not been there myself. But here's what it made me think of. Four Corners baseball team, the amateur baseball team. Can you describe to folks what the Four Corners baseball team is all about?
1: I well, uh, So I, I kind of struggle with that a little bit, too, trying to follow them. I, I need to – I think uh, River Iverson, the assistant coach for Post State, is uh, playing with them a little bit, too. I need to – get more information on them but I mean you go to four corners and and make you know that little turn off to with 14 and 34 and it's just a small I mean I wouldn't say a small baseball field but just a small little park and uh it, it's it would be a lot of fun to sit there and watch a lot of baseball because it sounds like they used to have some pretty good tournaments that would be that you'd play almost all day from sunrise to sunset and I think that'd be a, a great spot it's it's not off the beaten path by any means because you're on the highway and just pull off onto the on the side of the road basically and you're right there and it's a a neat little place that I haven't been able to visit yet
0: and be able to sit there and watch a game. It, it really is something because it, it yes it access to it and it's called Four Corners because literally that's where the the highways intersect as you mentioned right. and uh, uh, but it's. It's accessible, but it's also in the middle of nowhere, and some of those guys are driving an hour and a half one way to play a home game. It's it's nuts the dedication that they have. Well, and that's
1: what I've, I what I really find um, fascinating with South Dakota is the the amateur baseball league and how big that is. Because you know in other states, I don't think you know they may play some amateur baseball, but you probably get maybe the the kids of some of the the <laughs> guys that are playing that's about it that maybe go but here in south dakota it's it's a big deal and it's big to play in that uh, amateur state tournament every year and it's big to to win that state tournament cuz it's not easy to win a state uh, championship in amateur baseball
0: uh, it certainly isn't and yes that's one of those i gotta think that you've had a tough time I, I don't know if they ask but but if your buddies back in cape Girardeau would would you know ask about baseball it's just tough to explain until you've experienced it
1: yeah and and that's what south coast sports also is too is that you know because we don't have the the professional team here and you know we got the the jacks and the coyotes and the biggest schools right there, and some great Division two and NAIA schools like that. But uh, high school sports rules the roost, and how how dedicated everybody is to it all is is so fascinating. That's what I love about it too. It's because you, you go to other states and bigger states where, well, it's high school sports. It's no big deal. No, it's, it's a big deal here, and we we love our high school sports, and we love to continue to play in amateur uh, sports as well. We we love everything about that here in south dakota
0: yeah and and again speaking of being uh you know spoiled uh and i know that you know pier doesn't have a college etc but the following that Peer sports generates boys and girls whatever the events may be the following that they have I, that's tough to beat isn't it john
1: it, it absolutely is it is amazing that you go know, because i I get paid to go and drive and go to these games and, and call the games for the people that can't go, but all the people that drive to watch their kids or even sometimes just drive to go watch the game and they don't, their kids aren't even playing, fear follows... Their team more than any other school, I, I believe in the state. And maybe, maybe some people will scoff at that, but it's good. It, you have to try and prove that to me because I, I got a pretty good idea that Peer follows better than anybody else in the
0: state. Yeah. I, I've been here 40 some years and I, I would back you up on that. I would go Pier probably top. Watertown uh, is in the hunt. Aberdeen Central is in the hunt. There's a lot of towns that are in the hunt, but I, the first one when I think about, you know, good teams good good travel parties it's uh it's the Govs and the lady Govs. i i just i they are my number one choice i think you're right about that john
1: well it's the good with the bad is
0: the the, the the
1: good is that uh if you want to go watch them you got to drive a long way the bad is that every time we have to go if you want to watch them on the road you got to drive all the way which everybody just kind of understands that we do it but the bad is that We don't have any short road games. (laughs) We went down to winter for a a basketball game uh, last year, year before, hour and a half drive. That's, That's the shortest drive that pier varsity sports has and we even didn't start at seven o'clock like we normally do for double a so it ended up being almost a later night or as the same amount of time in that night to get back to pier as it does on any any given road, road game
0: now that's the thing is john wickler joins us from kccr and pier i'm mike henriksen what uh, we know about sports and obviously that's why i like having you on and talking to you but you've uh, those aren't your only duties there at the radio station are they
1: well, no, yeah, I would try and uh, – uh, there's, a, there's a lot of different stuff that I do here and there, but uh, DT and Zach uh, and uh, our Scott, who just joined us a little bit ago too and, and uh, part of our country station, well, we 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 do a really good job of all working together and doing a lot of things and wearing a lot of different hats. And, and we, we all take pride in all that too. And those two guys, DT and Zach, who I've worked with now for four and a half years, they kind of – they led me in that path of uh, of showing me how good hard work can be, or how tough hard work can be, but how rewarding it can be
0: too. Yeah, I, I I'll tell you, you've got uh, you would be hard pressed to find a better mentor, uh, not just in radio but just in life uh, because he's such a good guy. You'd be hard pressed to find a better mentor than D T Meyer.
1: It's amazing how uh, just every morning we're, we're you know we're getting going at six o'clock on the air and and. It, it's always a lot of fun there, there's there's nothing uh, it's always interesting every morning I'll, I'll leave that there for some of the <laughs> others it's always interesting every morning dt makes it interesting every morning and it's always a good thing too
0: yeah yeah and like i say just you know so dedicated and, and community-minded and like i say just one of the nicest human beings on the planet all right Absolutely. so where where are we at in the uh in the legion schedule
1: so we got about a month to go before playoffs starting at the, that first round, the region match of the best of three. So month to go. And, and for pure baseball, it's, it's been a struggle. There's a lot of young faces that uh, didn't have the Legion, senior Legion playing time that they had last year. And uh, so it's been, been a growing year for this peer team. And, and, you know, they, they got several more games and very winnable games. And they've also been in a lot of games too. And I, you know, maybe I'm a little bit biased, but I think Pierre might be a team come to playoffs that if they climb the standings a little bit more that I think a lot of those teams are going to be starting to kind of sweat a little bit when Pierce starts to climb the standings and they might have, potentially have to face them in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I was I was going to ask you about that because when you see a team come off a state championship in the high school season and then struggle in the Legion, I have to think that a bunch of those guys, that especially your senior class, so many of those guys are going off to college to be athletes. They maybe aren't playing. Is that the case?
1: Yeah, so obviously Lincoln Keynes was one that uh, left you know, beginning of June to go to Columbus and get ready for Ohio state and, and start practicing, tr- practicing right away. And then you know, you had a couple of guys with injuries that, uh, just, it was going to take a lot for them to be, be ready to go at any point in the season and probably late in the season, if possible at all. And a couple more guys are playing football and uh basketball for college. And overall just kind of didn't really work out for a lot of those guys to, to play again this, this year. And, uh, now, but the the good news is is that there's been a lot of a lot of young guys that have stepped up and have looked really good. You know, I, I think too that when you look at if you look at the standings and look at their record, you, you might raise an eyebrow. But if you start looking at scores and seeing what they did, you can see okay, yeah, you you fight you put it together here or there, and this team's at 500 or better. And it's not the record doesn't tell you just how good this team can be and will be going from. This year into next year too.
0: Well, and as we've seen, and it doesn't matter if it's wrestling or basketball or football or uh, you know myriad of girls' uh, state. You guys, what you've got out there is a program because this is more than just oh by the way yeah Lincoln was a heck of a heck of a senior and there was a great senior class. This has been going on for a while. This is a program, and those young kids are getting their opportunity now to show what they've got.
1: Yeah, and that's the the fun, too, is that uh, you look at one class that graduates and you say, okay, the senior class is gone, now now, peer will go back to, they, they won't be very good next year. Well, then you get the junior class and the sophomore class, and <laughs> there's even some eighth graders that, uh, eighth grade classes can be coming up here soon that I, that I think can be very competitive and very, very good again here in every sport, not just baseball, not just football, but in, in the girls sports as well, and that's Peer continues to just build athletes. I, I, the coaches that are here in, in Peer and across every sport, uh, from the varsity ranks down to just the, the little kids' levels of just getting started, I don't know what it is, but they, they, they got it figured out, and it's a, a joy to watch.
0: John Winkler joins us, sports director at KCCR, our affiliate in Peer. I'm Mike Henrickson. So, John, what is your favorite sport overall?
1: i I got to say... To, to call games. Well, right now it's baseball because it's baseball season. Uh, <laughs>
0: right.
1: but, but, and then in the fall, football and volleyball and soccer <laughs> will take over. Uh, no, but I really enjoy hockey. Hockey is one that I just it, it's it flows away. You know, flows through me. And I just and even though I don't know how to skate and never played competitive hockey, I just love watching the sport of hockey and I love calling the games and uh, for the Y Capitals and being able to uh, be a voice for the the state tournaments the last three years now and another couple more years for sure it, it's just a, so much fun to to watch and call hockey i think
0: was that kind of a surprise to you coming from uh cape Girardeau, that, that they would actually have you know that that hockey and we've seen that grow obviously over the last several years as well but were you surprised that you were able to do hockey in Pierce, south dakota
1: well, the, the job description had, uh, had said Hawaii Capitals hockey, and I thought, boy, this, this is exactly that's what I want to do. I, I love the fact that I can maybe call some hockey and be able to, you know, the, the winters might be a little bit tough, but at least I can call <laughs> some hockey to, to pass the winters by. Yeah, and, and once I saw that, you know, I, I was pretty thrilled that uh, I got a chance to, to get an interview. Um, and, and But, yeah, I was pretty pumped, and that was one thing that I really, really wanted was the fact that a chance to call some hockey.
0: So when will, I know we're in baseball season, but I also know that, you know, being a sportscaster, when will you start doing your prep for football season?
1: Uh, whew, see, well, so one thing that happened today is that Jed Zabel has uh, verbally committed to North Dakota State. So that, I guess, I don't know if that'll be super, you know, big prep for the season, but I've got, I'm working on that story. I'm going to talk with him uh, at some point here soon and interview him too, uh, but it kind of starts pretty quick. Once I start seeing schedules uh, for football and, and, and start lining things out, I start kind of talking with Coach Steele a little bit more and, and having a little bit more conversation about what the football team is going to look like. And Prep for football usually starts, I, I don't know, and, and football is a, that great sport, too, that once the season's over, you're already starting looking for the next one. Right. More More so than any other sport.
0: Right. Yep and and that's it's easy to do too that's that's a nice thing again about you know you're familiar already with the the kids that were juniors and sophomores et cetera that were contributing so well listen john i really appreciate the time today it's great to have you on please pass along my best to the uh, the staff out there and uh, we'll look forward to look. Uh, uh, it's fun to be able to listen online. We should we should actually probably plug that because your Legion games are available online, correct?
1: Yeah, so you can go to kccrradio.com and listen uh, online to those games, or we also uh, live stream with the video on YouTube at kccr sports, so you can catch pretty much every Legion game, and then all the way through the fall and winter and spring of sports galore for Peer Governor Athletics and. Uh yeah, it's all all there on KCCRradio.com, where you can go back and watch and or you can go back and watch or watch them live on YouTube at
0: kccr sports. Outstanding. John, thanks so much for the time. Continued success. You're really doing a great job and we'll look forward to talking to you more, all right? Yeah,
1: thanks, Mike. I appreciate you having me on and uh, looking forward to having another conversation with you. Hopefully we can have more conversations, uh, you know, whether it be on Calling All Sports or not, have more conversations uh, sooner rather than later.
0: Uh, I'm in. Thank you, my friend. Take care. John Winkler joining us here on Calling All Sports. Back to wrap things up right after this.
1: Download our free LASIK checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. I'm Brian Corey of Corey Insurance. And I'm Sheldon Koski. We've been working together for over 30 years. My dad, Randy Corey, started the business and we've been taking care of all our customers' insurance needs since 1970. Whether it's your home, auto or business, we are a trusted choice, independent agency with access to all the products you need to keep you protected. And there's no better feeling than that. Our customers are like family. We get to know your situation and match your needs for our best and most affordable insurance options. Whether you are new to Sioux Falls or a long-time resident, Corey Insurance is your trusted choice. And Brian, we've carried on the tradition of supporting the local community in a wide variety of activities. We live in the best part of the world, and we want to make sure it stays that way for you. We're Corey Insurance. Coverage, commitment, and value since 1970. Call us at 605 336 or check out our website at coreyinsurance.com.
0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, Haig Realtors, and Comfort King. And welcome back to Calling All Sports. I'm Mike Henrickson. Hey, I am very excited because tomorrow, after I'm done with the show, uh, I am heading off to the Midsommar, uh Celebration at Dalesburg Lutheran Church, which is uh, technically, I think, rural Vermilion, probably has a Vermilion mailing address. And it, it gets underway. I'm not going to be there until about 4 o'clock. I'll have my book, First Person, Legendary South Dakota Sports Stories, Volume 2, uh, set up and, and available for purchase and I'll sign it for you. But it actually, it gets underway tomorrow. The, the midsummer festival, uh, it gets underway at two o'clock tomorrow. They've got the youth food stand. Yep. I'm in. Uh, they've got live music going on. They've got vendors. They've got the SDSU ice cream truck that's going to be there. They've got, uh, and then at four thirty tomorrow, it's the Scandinavian meal, which of course that, that's what you do. And so it's going to have Swedish meatballs, of course, and then some stuff I can't pronounce, but uh, I will learn how to uh, by the time I'm down there tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to the midsummer at Dalesburg Lutheran Church of rural Vermilion. That'll be a wonderful event. Also this weekend, I will be in Watertown on Saturday at the Pride in the Park event. And don't forget that my uh sportsbook has a great interview that i did a few years ago with the late harvey hamrick and our genuine journeys of life has a a story by amy rambo talking about how the pride event came to be so looking forward to being back at that in the meantime thanks so much for joining us and we'll look forward to chatting again tomorrow
1: So you want to build a house with...